In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. A blessed and a glorious feast of Theophany to you all. Saint Gregory the Theologian, he says concerning this feast, Christ is illumined because it is said of the Holy Spirit that he alit upon him. Let us shine forth with him. Christ is illumined, let us shine forth with him. Christ is baptized, Saint Gregory says, let us descend with him into the waters that we may also ascend with him. That we may also ascend with him. Our Lord experiences the sacrament or the mystery of illumination. Sir al-Istanara, the sacrament of illumination, that we may be illumined by his baptism, that we may see the Trinity. As we know, the Father is speaking from heaven. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son, is in the waters of the baptismal Jordan. And the Holy Spirit is descending in the form of a dove. So we are enlightened by our Lord Jesus Christ experiencing the sacrament of illumination or the mystery of illumination. He was not in need to be baptized, but he did it for our sakes. So that we also, when we are baptized, he sanctifies the waters so that when we are baptized, we truly become children of God. And St. Gregory says, since the main point of the feast is the remembrance of God, let us remember God. And so God reveals himself to us as the Holy Trinity all throughout the scriptures. And the beautiful relationship that exists between the Trinity, the pure unity that exists between them, is seen all throughout the scriptures. So God the Father sends his only begotten Son into the world, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The Father sends the Son. And then our Lord Jesus Christ comes in the flesh through the work of the Holy Spirit and Saint Mary. Through the Holy Spirit and Saint Mary, he comes into the flesh. The Father speaks and says, after he comes into the flesh and he's baptized, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him, obey him. He obeyed me. It's as if the Father is telling us, he obeyed me in coming down and he's going to be sacrificed for you. So obey him, hear him, listen to him. The Father sends the Holy Spirit in the Son's name, in our Lord Jesus Christ's name. He says, but the helper, our Lord says, the helper, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. He's going to remind us of all the commandments and the works and the promises of God, our Lord Jesus Christ. And then God sends, God the Son, sends the Spirit from the Father. In the next chapter in the Gospel of St. John, But when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me, of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then we read our Lord saying to us in John chapter 6, No one can come to me, come to our Lord Jesus Christ, unless the Father who sent me, who sent Christ, draws him, brings him close. And I will raise him, I will raise that one that the Father draws close to me up on the last day. And St. Paul tells us, No one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Trinity is always in relationship. But most importantly for today, we cannot call God our Father, we cannot say our Father without the work of the Holy Spirit because we are given the spirit of adoption by which we cry out, Abba, Father. And that's why in the fraction today, at the end of the liturgy, we will say, as you have bestowed upon us the grace of sonship through the washing of rebirth and renewing of the Holy Spirit, so make us worthy now also that without hypocrisy, with a pure heart, a conscience full of boldness, 
and unerring lips. We have to have boldness, the boldness of our Lord Jesus Christ, to be able to call God our Father, to entreat you, O Abba Father. In the Theotokeia on Friday, we say, He took what is ours and gave us what is His. In another verse in the Theotokeia, we say, He took our body and gave us His Holy Spirit. He takes our body, and when we think of our body, most of our temptations and sins come through our body, come through our senses. He took this upon Him, so that He can overcome sin and be sin to us, for us, that we may receive His Holy Spirit. St. Gregory says, what are we supposed to learn from this feast? What are we supposed to be taught by this? He says, to purify ourselves and to be humble-minded. He asks us a question. He says, Jesus is purified. Our Lord who is without sin is purified. Do we despise purification? He asks us. So we're called in this feast practically to not despise humbling ourselves before God, spending time with Him regularly in intimacy, and also humbling ourselves before our neighbors, before our loved ones, before our spouses, before our children, before our parents, to live a life of humility that the Lord gave us as an example. We read in the exposition during the Midnight Praises today, we read, He who decorated the heaven, He who decorated the heaven with stars, became naked and was baptized in water. He was unclothed and he was baptized naked in water. We say that the limitless one, the one without limit, was enclosed in water. Not only was he enclosed in the womb of the Virgin, but he was enclosed, he was enwrapped in water. That's why we keep on saying in the doxologies, O sea, why have you fled? Stand still that you may be blessed. Because the waters that God created are in amazement that their Creator is enclosed in them. The Creator is surrounded by His creation. And of course, we know the servant, the forerunner, St. John the Baptist, lays his hand upon the head of our Master. The blessing is blessed. The one who is the blessing is blessed. So St. Gregory says, I need to be baptized by you, with St. John the Baptist. And he says, the lamp, St. John the Baptist, the lamp that was shining for a time, says to the sun, the voice, the voice of one crying into the wilderness, says to the word. The friend of the bridegroom says to the bridegroom, the one above all born of women to the firstborn of all creation. The one who leaped in the womb, St. John, is speaking to the one who worshipped in the womb. The one who is worshipped in the womb. So our Lord sanctifies the water that we may participate when we are baptized from the time that we are children maybe or as adults who are baptized. And we receive the grace of sonship to be able to call out Abba Father. He does not keep anything from us but rather He gives us all that is His so that we can become all that He is by His grace. Not apart from Him but by His grace. As St. John the Baptist says, let us remember, He must increase and I must decrease. Christ is baptized, let us descend with Him into the waters, that we may ascend with Him. And God grant us that in this liturgy we may have union with Him, and that in all times we remember our sonship and call out to our Heavenly Father. That the mystery that happens all the time, that we can always speak to God, our Lord is also hidden every time we come to the liturgy in the bread and the wine, that we may partake and unite with Him. And glory be to the Holy Trinity forever. Amen. Bye.